Hello and welcome to Hit the Target podcast powered by Hollywood Bets. I'm your host Ashaj Pratap and with me in studio today are football analyst Ayanna Vezi and Gift Sony. Gentlemen, welcome. Uh thank you Tesh. It feels good to be back again. Uh last week I was not here. So, yeah. I'm happy to be back. Greetings and welcome back. Gents, I just want to start by playing a clip by Hugo Bruce following their 1-0 victory over the DRC. So first of all, um I had a feeling we played an odd game today. It's a little bit disappointing that uh, again, uh, when you see today in the stadium, there were more supporters for Congo than for us. So um, I hope in the future that uh, that we will have more support. You see today also when you have those this crowd behind you, what that can give uh, Congo. believe more and more busy you went here at the panelist um last week but all three of us mark gift and i all said that that should be a sold out stadium or at least more south african supporters and congo supporters how do you think like the national team feels would when they, their own country their own fellow south africans aren't at the stadium to um spur them on when you know hugo bruce clearly said there were more drc supporters than um bafana supporters there Thank you Tesh. Uh after the game I think uh, Lyle Foster uh he was commenting on mm. the same situation. 100%, yeah. He yeah. was commenting that uh, he hopes that going forward uh looking at the results the way they have been playing he hopes that uh, the fans will come out in numbers mm. especially uh in Orlando Stadium where there is people there like yeah. they don't have to travel like far peop- out, yeah. yeah people are around there they can walk So it was really disappointing for for Bafana Bafana for those numbers uh, for not pe- for people for not uh, to attending the fixture. Yeah. yeah. So I think another thing that Safa should look at it's maybe it's time to change uh, the venue. Maybe mm. people in Joburg they tired of seeing Bafana Bafana playing. Maybe it's time to change the venue. Mm. Maybe take the game to Durban, Cape Town, PE where people like they they willing to go to the stadium. to see if maybe if there will be a, a turnout or mm. what but because i think uh, ever since like bafana bafana i don't recall when was the last time they played in the other in other provinces yeah. no i follow yeah. you so i think the fans they they also should consider now uh, going out and supporting our national team because looking at how they played they qualified uh, for the afcon i think us uh, as fans being behind them will also boost yeah. their morale going into the competition. Uh, I'm looking at the stats here in 15 months Bafana Bafana they haven't lost a game. The last time they lost a game it was in Morocco where we played. Imagine that, eh? And that was so, after qualifier. Yeah, so they played the nine games and they only drew three. They mm-hmm. won six, yeah. which is a good stats for Hugo Bruce and mm-hmm. the team and the players as well building up to the uh, Afcon. Yeah, he he's definitely brought stability but I just want to come back to your thoughts about changing the venue. Excellent point over there and you know I do think that will almost stoke the the engagement you know from the public because for us to qualify for Afcon is huge absolutely huge. We are now in yeah. a in a tournament where we can compete and I guess the difference because again you look at um the World Cup where we were given the the ticket because we were the host nation and then this mm. time we earn we earned that ticket you know we've booked our flight yeah and um we've got the players to go and challenge i mean i don't want to 
harp on the our forward line, but it is very impressive. You know, you look at players like Lyle Foster, La Passa, but you know, Percy Tau, Cassius Mailula, Shlongane, you know, Lebo Motiba. I mean, can you afford to take all those strikers? But those are players that can actually go in and change the game. Yeah. But staying with a change of venue, Gift, I want to ask you, where should Safa host the next Bafana Bafana fixture? Joburg, Durban, Cape Town? Um, thank you, Tesh. Um, well, I'm from Durban and I'd like to go out um, Moses. and see Bafana. I mean, Moses Mapira is a great uh, venue. venue. The pitch is great. Uh, and you, you, see, you, see, you see during the, the, the Kosafa, Fans, um, they came out in their numbers. Yeah. Even during the Kosafa women's uh, the qualifier, qualifiers, tri- yeah. Yes, there were fans. Yeah. Right at there Sh- Sugar in, at Sugar Ray in Clermont. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think Devon would be a a good start. Also in Cape Town, we've also seen uh, yeah, mm. great fans. Yeah. A number of fans coming yeah, out. So I think uh. Safa as well as uh, management should uh, really consider, you know, changing the venue, changing venue, and using um other venues. I think the country is big, and there is quite a large number of football fans who'd like to come out to the yeah. stadium, you know, and support uh the 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 national team. 100%. And with the World Cup qualifiers coming out, I think uh our boys will need all the support that they can get, you know, because mm. uh it will not be easy. Yeah. Uh those games are not going to be easy so Yeah. Yeah. It must be quite I don't want to say embarrassing but maybe demotivating when you churn out these strong performances you know as um Ayana mentioned I think 15 games and Ma- no, 15 months 15 months the last time Bafana Bafana lost it was when they played uh, Morocco yeah. the opening game in the qualifiers. Yeah. So and, and and that was a strong performance by yeah. us as well. You yes. know, it wasn't like yeah. we we played badly or anything. That was probably a maybe the result wasn't a true reflection yeah. of the fixture. Even like uh, when you look uh, at the qualifiers for the Afcon, Bafana Bafana, like oh, they were almost there to qualify, mm. but then you know they still yeah. what happened there. But the the support that the fans showed after yeah. the first game, the support that the fans showed. I think uh, after we beat Ghana here yeah. at home. The, the fans, they started to come out in numbers, supporting Bafana Bafana, going to the stadiums. Mm. So I think if, uh, as a nation, the fans, if we can bring back that uh, spirit again to be behind our national team, I think uh, we can see more from these players because they're really showing that uh, they're playing with pride wearing that jersey. So if we fans rally behind them, yeah, definitely we can see something. Yeah. in this team you know obviously these were two friendly matches but you know if you look back at the afghan qualifiers which was also at orlando stadium i think it was against liberia if i'm not mistaken yes there were only a few thousand fans over there so you know i think it is time for safa to look at changing those venues and you know bring bring a fixture to uh Moses Mabira. you know there's also um Greenpoint, uh, uh, Cape Town Stadium. Nelson Mandela Bay also is yeah. there, also Mbombela Stadium. Mm. Yeah. Sure. So, um, yeah, let's actually unpack those those two results. You know, we'll start first with the Namibia performance. Um, a goalless draw, I guess you can look at it as a positive result, but it was a frustrating match in front of goal. Did anybody catch eye on that one? Looking at that game, uh, for me, I think uh, Hugo Bruce, uh, he changed the whole squad. Like, yeah. if you look at the players that he used to 
to start like that you know that surely these are his mm, regular, his regular first year yeah. yeah so i think in that game in his mind it was like okay now we're building for afcon let me try these players for now it's only about trying combination plays yeah for now so looking at that uh the the way the match played it was not a, a bad form performance for me in terms of bafana bafana mm. but in terms of uh converting those chances, those chances into yeah. into goals i think that's where the game was frustrating but uh the team played uh, very well for me mm. they rise to the occasion the players they came to the party so yeah and uh hugo prusi did say that from now on going forward he will use the players that is going is going to pick going into the upcourt mm. so i think this was the chance for the players to say to raise their hand that coach here i am i'm ready to go and represent uh, the, the nation but we don't know maybe it might change his mind because they still like some games to play for the players in their uh, clubs yeah. maybe injuries will okay so i think he's, he was also trying to look at that that okay because we saw Timbers one was not there he mm. had to bring in some players to replace uh, him so i Look think the french players yeah he, he was giving him a, 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 a chance, chance yeah yeah, okay. yeah um, i mean i have to agree with ayanda on this one even the coach uh, mentioned that uh, he used that game to you know try out uh, a number of uh, new things and when you look at the stats you see that um they were playing it's just that they were unlucky to convert those chances into goal i mean we had like 14 shots on targets while our opponent had about six we had yeah. eight corners um but we couldn't convert them into a goal um i think uh as time goes by the team will gel and uh will find a way to convert those chances into goals yeah um, Yeah. And and the most impressive player for me uh, in that team it was Salim for me. Salim was on fire. Yeah, I mean Salim was three on shots fire. on yeah. target. You yeah. saw his rainbow flick towards <laughs> the end of the match. No, yeah. the, the, so, someone playing with confidence at the home stadium as well. Yeah, you know. I think that also like uh, had an advantage on him playing in the ground that you know. Mm. You see and and most of the players that were in that team it was Orlando Pirates players. So it was easy for him to yeah, yeah. to to gel yeah to gel are, are you a pirate supporter by any chance <laughs> no <laughs> let's leave that for another day but <laughs> but for now here yeah, uh for me salem was like uh, yeah. a best player or, or on the day because uh, we've seen like uh, you remember when spain won the world cup yeah. most of the players that were in that team it was uh, barcelona players mm. and i think uh, it was about three real madrid players and mm. one player from atletico madrid or sevilla if i'm not mistaken in that squad that won the world cup mm. so you see uh, i i think you can see what hugo bruce was trying to see uh, was trying to test in that game mm. yeah yeah there was quite a few different faces in that one um you mentioned seleng who yeah he's not really one for the national team but hopefully that will change in the future I want to turn my our attention to the midfield where Grant Marjaman put in an absolute clinical performance over there. You know, he, he was quite quite solid in the midfield. Um definitely given um Hugo Bruce something to think about because you want to keep him um in the squad, you know, maintain him and um pulled in with three tackles um on the day, uh 85% pass uh percentage completed passes, so you know pretty solid numbers over there. Do you think he's one for the future in the national team? 
Definitely. Mm. And he's been like uh in the in Hugo Bruce setup. Yeah. He's, there. Yeah, he's been there. And I I must also say I applaud the decision that he took by leaving Mamelodi Sundowns and went to join Super Sport United yeah. last season. He needed like the minutes. And then now he's like on a permanent deal with Super Sport United. So you can see what uh Kevin Hunt has done with the player. And yeah. from IX Cape Town he, he was like a, a young, promising player, a good one, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised to see him performing the way he's performing now. I, I'm not surprised at all. Also, uh, credit to Supersport United, the players of like your know, Zakeli Pasa and uh, Abo Kranmakaman, mm-hmm. they've uh, gained their confidence back. You can see uh, even the, the national uh, uh, team coach, Hugo Bruce, is believing in them, of which... Uh, I say credit to Supersport United. Mm. Mm. Jeff, I want to ask you about Pule Mori. You know, he came on off the bench uh, in that fixture against Nobuya. Just 27 minutes um, under his belt. One shot off target. Um, one chance created. Lost the ball four times. Do you think that's enough time for him to um, maybe impose himself on a game? Impose himself on the national team maybe? Or or not? Um, I think as he gains more... As he gets more game time, mm. his performance will improve. You know, it's it's not an easy easy thing to just you know get into the national team and yeah. and gel and just perform. Mm. Not yeah. many players, you know, can be able to do that. To do I that, think yeah. as time goes by, as he gets more more game time, um, will get used, uh, you know, to his teammates, um, and. Uh, his performance will increase. Mm. Will yeah, will be better as as time goes by. And he's a great player. I've seen what he's done um, at Chiefs. Yeah, I think uh, as time goes by, he'll improve. Mm. Yeah. Well, speaking about players who did actually take the chance with both hands, Veli Mortua and Ricardo Goss both coming up with clean sheets across these two fixtures. Um, Veli Mortua obviously playing against Namibia. And uh, the DRC, uh, Ricardo Gosway, I think he was tested a few times more than maybe he should have um, been. But, you know, he stood up to the occasion. I think there was a, a strike from distance within the opening 10 minutes um, against um, the DRC where Gos, you know, he showed a solid pair of hands. So do you guys think that that's the the, the three, uh, Ronald Williams, Veli Motor and Ricardo Gos to go to the Ivory Coast? Yeah, definitely. Because uh, if you remember, before Kadokos got a call-up to Hugo Bruce setup, it was uh, Bruce Vuma at mm. Kaiser Chiefs. Mm. So now Bruce Vuma is not getting any minutes at Kaiser Chiefs. So Kadokos is a number one goalkeeper at Supersport. Mm. And he's performing from last season. So why not? Because he's one of the best goalkeepers that we have here. Uh, even when he was still at Vets, mm. he was one of the best goalkeepers. And uh, Having worked with Coach Kevin Hunt under him, and he's also now working with Coach Kevin Hunt. This is a coach that can bring best out of the players. So, I uh, surely those are our top three goalkeepers mm. that are going to Ivory Coast. What do you think the order is if you are Hugo Bruce right now? Are you going Veli Motor then Ricardo goes or the vice versa? That's a tough one. Yeah, that's a tough one. But I think Goss, Goss, Goss edges uh, more. Yeah, 
because H is yeah. I'll, I'll agree with um, mm. with uh, who gave today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not not that I'm saying uh, Velimotwa is not good. Yes, he is good, but there are some weaknesses in him that I think, in my personal opinion, that I think who who cause is good at them than who mm. Motwa. You see, staying with that fixture against um, the DRC, there was quite a few new faces over there. You know, um, I want to say Lyle Foster got on the score sheet. Um, in his post-match comments, he claims that Hugo Bruce asked him to play a bit deeper. Deeper, yeah. yeah, yeah. Number 10 rule. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, funny enough, he was the one to score. But do you think we'll see him play that number 10 role? You know, where... The national team isn't really uh, stocked up with uh, backup options in that uh, position, if I may say so. Yeah, looking at also like uh, Tembazwane, his age is no longer like on his side. So you must try and find someone to to play in that role that mm. uh, Tembazwane normally plays. And with a player like uh, Foster who plays in the Premier League and his qualities, mm. never doubt them. So yeah, You saw the clinical... Um, almost like a poacher's finish in the box. The ball just ricochets off the defender. And there you have your number nine right away needs to be. And yeah. you know, he is definitely playing with confidence. Uh, didn't need a touch, just yeah, cool, coolly slotted past the goalkeeper and went off and celebrated. Yeah, so as we were saying before, we said uh, this before the podcast, that these games were to see the combination plays yeah. for Hugo Cruz. So I think this is one of the testimonials that what he was trying to do with mm. these games. And I must say, he did pick the uh, right opponents for, 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 the, for these friendlies. For these friendlies. Mm. Especially these are the teams that also will be part of the tournament. Mm. So you're going into a tournament, you must pick your opponents right. Team, pick teams that are also going to be part of the uh, mm. tournament. because yeah. Both DRC and Mubia confirmed their he, they spots late. Yeah. yeah, so... I must upload whoever uh, did uh, pick up the those. selection. Yeah, yeah, he made the right decision. And I hope going forward, they will do that as well. So that you know that when you get there, you're ready and your combination plays, you know that, okay, if mm. I'm approaching this kind of game, I need this kind of player in this position. So mm. pick up to them. Yeah, you're speaking about choosing the right opposition. And, you know, the early goal did give Bafana the confidence to play up higher up the pitch. Uh, you saw those runs from Percy Tau, who was impressive on the on the press as well. You know, you saw how he dispossessed, I think it was the Congo um, defender, and he created a clear-cut opportunity. Um, but, you know, the scoreline was 1-0. We only scored one goal against two, uh, against 180 minutes, you know. Is this going to be a problem for us at Afghan Gift? Um, no, I don't think it's going to be a problem. As the coach mentioned that um, they were using this game, you know, I and I think he also mentioned, uh, he said that uh, they were using these games to find those combinations. I think as they have like more camps, uh, more trainings, they mm. will find those combinations. I was impressed with the, with the performance, even though uh, it's lacked goals. And But after the coach explained during the, press conferences I understood you know where his mindset is at so I think as uh, we proceed uh, 
we will see more goals. I mean, uh, Foster is performing well. Um, Up in front, his yeah. club, yeah. in his club, he's performing well. Our strikers um, are also performing well um, in their respective teams. I mean, we've seen what Salang has been doing, what Lepasa has been doing there. It's Pirates. So I think the more that uh, they get used to each other would be the more that we we get, you know, more mm. goals. So I'm confident that uh, as we proceed, you know, yeah. we'll get goals. Mm. I believe on the Bafana Bafana calendar for this year, you've still got fixtures against Ivory Coast and Eswatini, if I'm not mistaken. I think um, the Ivory Coast fixtures away, and that's a World Cup qualifier. Um, you know, at least it'll give us a taste of you know the quarterfinal before we go there um, to compete for silverware. Um, how do you think we're going to set up in that one, Mr. Bezzi? Well. <laughs> We, you saw what happened uh, when we played uh, Morocco. Everyone was like, ah, Bafana, Bafana. They're playing away yeah. to Morocco. Yeah. It's going to be a walkover for Morocco <laughs> yeah. here. But the players, uh, they didn't. Yeah, they came to the occasion. They came to the party. They did what they were asked to do. Only those uh, few moments that let them lose the game. But if they can go there with their mindset, like prepared on everything, like keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. So I think for me, uh, Ivory Coast will be a good test for mm. us. And also in terms of readiness going yeah. to the AFCON mm. and how we, uh, and qualifying for the World Cup on how ready are we as the nation, not only for players and the other players that maybe might be introduced in mm. those World Cup uh, qualifiers on how ready they are to represent uh, the nation. I think these are the kind of games that we would love to see Bafana Bafana playing. Not mm. that I'm undermining the other nations, but you, when you come up with the likes of Ivory Coast, you know, so many players there, they're playing uh, abroad in mm, Europe. European-based players. You, you see? So I think as Bafana Bafana, this is one of the biggest like uh, uh, team in Africa. So these are the kind of games that I think we would love to see Bafana Bafana playing. So for me, I'm happy that we got to play them, especially qualifying for the World Cup. Mm. This will be the test for us because we did it against Ghana. Yeah. We did it against uh, Morocco. So why not? Why are we afraid now to face uh, Ivory Coast? Mm. And so. we've got arguably one of our strongest 11s that we've ever had. Like, you know, if you look at the last decade or so. Yes, and, and, and we've got uh, some uh, some of our teams are doing well in Africa, like uh, Mamelodi Sundowns. Mm. They've got players there who got experience in Africa. Pirates last year, I think they went to the final of uh, Confederation. Last of last season, yeah. And now they in the CAF Champions, Champions League. League yeah. And they might even make it to the group stages as, mm. well, as well. And Yeah, they're undefeated. And Rivera and Cup games, you know, he's... Yes, and also this is the... Uh, Orlando Pirates, we know when they're playing in CAF, how, mm. how good they are. So we, we've got players to challenge uh, any team here in Africa. So mm. for me, I'll just say... I'm confident in Bafana Bafana. Looking at the recent results, the way the team has been playing, the coach, the way the coach has been like uh, confident in his players, whatever he says, he stood by his uh, decision. He's mm. not shaken. So it shows he knows what he's doing. Mm. You've mentioned some of the, the heavyweights that we have to look out for on the uh, continent. Um, let's just take a look at the other 
nations. You know, you look at Cameroon. Um, I believe Samuel Samuel Eto'o is now um, either the president of that FA or you yeah, know, he's got yeah, yeah, he's, he's president. Eh? He's the president, and yeah. he's brought Andre Onana back from retirement. So that just gives them a huge advantage. Uh, you look at Nigeria as well with probably the heaviest attack in force at the tournament. Um, the likes of Adamola Lukman, Samuel Chikoweze, uh, Iwoni, Kelechi, Nacho, and then you've got Victor Osman. Ten goals across these Afghan qualifiers. Ten goals. His next closest competitor is on five. I think Lyle Foster is on three. So does anybody like over there, Shaku, gift? Um. We cannot argue that at the moment Nigeria is like um, the strongest in 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 in, in Africa. Mm. It's arguably the strongest. I mean, you've mentioned uh, some of their star players, so I think um, they're really a, a a country to to watch in the in these upcoming uh, tournaments. Mm. So it's gonna be really exciting to see, um, you know, how they perform and how our boys will. Um, perform against them, and this is and this is one nation that uh, <laughs> we like to meet up with. Yes, we <laughs> do like to get drawn against crazy rival against them. it will be interesting to see how uh, how we perform. Yeah, how we perform. But no, man, uh, I'm not sure. Maybe people say I'm biased, but I'm not biased. Mm. I'm very confident in this team. In this current squad, yeah, in this in this and current. And you have every right to do to be so. I mean, look at the team. Yeah, you see, and the way the players that uh, are playing, mm. uh, we have to be honest. We have to give uh, credit where it's due. Yeah, and we must applaud Ushuko uh, Prus what he has done for mm. for for our nation. When was the last time we qualified? Like we qualified? Yeah. without a pet door. Yeah, yeah, for, for the Afcon. So mm. we must give credit to his job. Yeah, no, he definitely looks like the coach to restore glory to the Bafana jersey. Uh, you know, the AFCON draw is next month. It's uh, one month away, October 11th, I believe, is when we'll see who is in our group and, you know, what our chances of getting out those stages looks like. But I need to get your predictions. How far are we going to go in this uh, AFCON, this edition of AFCON? Um, I think the sky is the limit for us. Um, we have a great team. Um, so, um, you're talking fin- finals. We're yes, going straight to the finals. Yes. We can't go straight to the finals. Yeah, it won't I, be easy. Um, but we have the potential to go all the way to the finals. To the final, and then yeah, it's up so, to the team. Eh? Yes, that's my prediction. I see. For me, I'll say uh, we can go up to maybe reaching the quarterfinals. Mm. Then that's when I'll. If we reach the quarterfinals, that's when they. You'd be happy decide. with with the with the match in the quarters, eh? No, I won't be happy if we being knocked out in the quarters. So but semis, then you yeah. you think this team is capable enough of reaching the semis? Yes, yeah, I think we're capable. You've enough got of, that because the last time we played in the Afcon, we were knocked out in the in the quarterfinals. Yeah, by Nigeria. Yeah, so I think we can do. And reach the semi-finals, mm. yeah. Well, but but then that will depend before we go into the Afcon on how the team is set up. Mm. You know, which we'll players are, closer to the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which players are, are available because you don't know. We might lose maybe three of our key players due to injury. Yeah, playing in their respective uh, clubs. So 
with the current squad that we have, I think we can go as far as reaching the quarters, the quarters or, or semi-finals. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to be a bit more prudent and say, I'd I'd like the quarterfinal stage. You know, I would I'd want us to get there at the minimum at the minimum quarterfinal stage. But uh, remember, this is a team that once won this tournament. Yeah. So, and Bafana Bafana back in the days, you know, it was one of the team that everyone was scared to play against with. Mm. So uh, for us to say we vouching for the quarterfinals, <laughs> for me, it's like kind of like a disgrace mm. if, uh, if, 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 if I'm using the correct okay. word. Because like looking at the standards of, of our league, the players that we have, yeah, and some of the players that we have who are playing uh, abroad. So for me, it's kind of like a disgrace. But yeah, the, well, look, here's what, here's why I say here's my reasons. All right, the team doesn't score enough goals. the 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 number of chances we create yeah. is off the charts. You know, we 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 come here like we talk about how strong the performances are, but yet there's no goals. There's no um, return, you know, yeah. and that is why I say quarters, quarters because we we could get knocked out. We could go to Ivory Coast and dominate a game against Nigeria. Ninety minutes against Nigeria. Well, no, but we'll defend a one 0 score. Yeah, and then ninety six minutes, it's a one one goes to extra time. We we crash at the competition, and it's because of our We're not lack. taking our exactly. chances. Yeah, exactly. You look at the game against Morocco in Johannesburg. FNB Stadium. Mm. We had chance after chance. Uh, yeah. Defended a one a one goal margin, and we nearly lost it, or at yeah. least conceded at the at the death. The Hakim Ziyech was taking shots at from distance, and and Ronan Williams was jacking up his defenders because of that. Why are we letting them attack us at that stage of the game when we are on a one nil, uh, defending a one a one goal margin? So, for me, that is the reason. If you can if you can sort that out. We definitely have a chance of going much further than the quarters. I I think you're making a a, a valid point there, Tesh. And I think as Hugo Bruce, when he's sitting now at home yeah. and his technical team doing the analysis, they'll say this is one department. This is the department that we need to work on, because now I think they'll look at all the games that they've played. Correct. So far. We've uh, undefeated, yeah, but again, look at the goals. All low-scoring games. Yeah, you two know, one, one nil. Exactly. Zero zero. Exactly. One one draw. Yeah. So I think when they're sitting now doing the analysis, which players to pick? I think this is the department where they will need mm. to work on. And and also I think for bringing back Ule Bumotiba to the squad, I think that also shows that they've been looking on where they they lacking mm. so if they can uh, manage uh, to it's it's our biggest problem the, yeah, yeah. A, a victory against DRC and a draw against Mumbia those are positive results but again one goal scored against 180 minutes of open play like that's that's not good that's not and especially at, at on home soil it's not good enough and this could could be our detriment it could be our downfall if you go to Afcon with one of the the strongest Bafana teams that we've seen over the last 20, 20 years. I'd go as far as the last 20 years. This could be one of the strongest performance uh, teams that we've uh, we've got. And, you know, with, with the talent that we have at our disposal, you, you talk about influence from Mamalori Sandans, what they've done for them as a club, but South Africa as a country and how strong a platform they've given us. I mean, players, the, the Bafana team, I think a third of them are Sandans players. You know, there's no secret that that investment has 
given the country a strong platform to go and compete. So yeah, for me, um, the only gripe I have is the lack of goals. And, you know, I can't even fault the attackers because all three of us know what quality players they are individually as a team. Uh, you know, it's it's the one thing that that's it's a, it's the only thing because we don't shut the games and, and shut the games down and yeah again and and going to Afcon there the teams will be like different a eh? like every opportunity that you get clinical. you must yeah you need clinical. to be clinical yeah. and you know in knock in knockout it's it's anybody's anybody's game you know yeah. it's, it's basically a game of last goal winner that's literally the mentality that you have in these fixtures and yeah if we are stumbling on home soil like against Namibia and DRC, like <laughs> yeah, it just for me it um yeah it just disappointing. Just, yeah, it's just it's the only thing for me that yeah. we we need. We just need to start putting the ball in the back in it. Yes, clean sheets. You know, look at how strong we are. Every single department, um, just just goals. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that's that concludes my my rant for for this week and um and I guess your guys' time as well. Thank you so much for. Um, giving me the opportunity and our listeners um, the time of, of week. Thank you, Tesh. Thanks. Cheers. Hit the Target Podcast.